Hello and welcome to YHTV's Flowing into Awareness with Visionary and Master Intuitive Anatara. I'm Christina Suzuma, your host for this program. This is episode 25, Tracking. What is attracting your attention? Hello, my dearest Anatara. Good afternoon, Christina. I am attracting you. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, I was you know looking at various various um, not subjects but uh, ideas to 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 talk about today, and and I I suddenly saw the title of this of this particular episode you know tracking what is attracting your attention, and and it it just spoke so perfectly to me about how we manifest. And, and or how we attract things, that literally we attract to ourselves the things that we are tracking, the things that we are looking for, um, the places in, through which and in, into what we put our energy, um, we attract that. So by tracking something specifically, um, and, and even non-specifically, if we're just, you know, working with a feeling, we are attracting those things to us. And, and I thought that, oh, that's just such a, such a good way to look at how the, the systems within our, within our universe, within our lives actually work. That, that when I am looking for something, when I am putting my energy, you know, actively into something, when I'm sending out the signals, um, in, in a search pattern, you know, when I'm tracking something, that that thing that I'm tracking is what is going to come to me. So by tracking it, I attract it. Uh, so it was the, the play on words just seemed too ideal to um, ignore. <laughs> and and I and I thought so. Let's so let's really examine what this means. And and what it means to me is that. We, we can find anything, um, anything that we need and anything that we want, but, but maybe the only way we can find it is by becoming one with it. Mm. So I started, to, I started to look into uh, how trackers you know, track animals, let's say. You know, how does a tracker, and we're not going to put into this that the tracker is a hunter. Perhaps there's a photographer out looking for to take a picture of a deer. And, and they want to merge with that animal. They want to become one with that animal so that the animal feels them as an ally, uh, so that the animal is not, is not hiding or running away or, or even ignoring them. They want to become come to a place where by by allowing themselves to merge with the essence of that animal, they then track it. They hmm. become it, they track it. Uh, and and when I when I started to speak to some people who actually who actually do this, they they explained it to me in slightly different words than this, but that that is the essence of what they're doing. They are putting themselves in the position of whatever it is that they're tracking. And then because they are so similar and so familiar, that thing or that animal comes to them. 
Uh, and I know this myself. I know this myself from from being on the water in my kayak, where if I want to to see the wildlife while I'm paddling around, I I let myself merge with water. I let myself and my kayak become one with the water that I'm that I'm paddling in and and sitting on. And if I want to see a loon, I I allow myself to feel and and to see. I imagine what the loon is seeing when it swims, swims underwater. I imagine what the loon is saying when I hear its call. And, be, and because of that, because I am merging with the essence of the water, merging with the essence of the loon, the loon then makes itself available to me. It becomes visible. It, it swims up to the kayak. It pops up right beside me. And, and in my tracking of it, in my merging with it, I have attracted it. I have allowed it to feel safe and be safe with me. So, so when we when we look at um, you know the things that we really want and the things that we really desire, what you know, how often are we merging with it or merging with the idea of it as we as we wait for it or as we ask for it to come to us? And the, I think the answer is not that frequently. I think mm. that often we decide, we decide, I want, I want to win the lottery. <laughs> and we, Become a lottery <laughs> ticket. <laughs> and, and, and we just say, you know, the, the, the thoughts that run through are, well, this is what I can do with that money, or this is how good it will feel if that happens to me. But are we really putting ourselves into the stream of, of that money, of how that money um, is accumulated before somebody wins it. Are we really putting ourselves sort of in, you know, in, it, it sort of sounds strange, but in the same situation as what that, you know, what that money could, could be or what that money is before we even see it. And that may be a, a rather obscure you know, metaphor, but, but it works in some ways. So if, if I want to, to have something, or if I want to be something, I need to shift the demeanor that separates myself from that thing or that animal or that person. I need to, to, um, make the walls that, that separate me from everything else, um, dissolve. I need to be partially like that, that example or that thing in order for it to believe and, and or to see that I am actually approachable. And, and this is really the way energy works. When we, when we can insert ourselves into the energetic stream or the grid of, of something, then as a part of that grid, what all the other things that are in that grid are available to us. They then can stream towards us. They can then come and, and sit with us. Um, there's, no, there's no distance. There's no separation. There's no difference between us and that which we are tracking. So I, I think the, the primary thing about this is to switch the idea that 
when we're tracking something, we are tracking it to to um, attain it, to hurt it, or to or to kill it even. But that when we are tracking something, we are opening our energetic fields and our energetic desires and needs to be the same as, uh, similar to, equal to that which we want to track and then attract to ourselves. So since I've had this this idea come to me this way, um, I've been experimenting with it myself and found that by taking it to this, using the mind in a way to help me decipher and discern how I'm doing this, that my tracking and my attracting (laughs) has become far more um, dynamic and far more direct. And, And an important element of this as well is that I'm not talking about becoming powerful with this. I am talking about dissolving, you know, all levels of separation and all levels of difference so that that in in peacefulness and in softness and in in delicious welcoming, I am the same as what I want to attract. Uh, and, and I found as well that this can be done without, without there having to be any, um, my, without my having to have any specific understanding of what it is that I might be trying to attract that I didn't have before. In other words, I don't have to know everything about what it is that I'm looking for. I only have to allow myself to be at ease so that it can then show itself to me and show me what it is so that I can align with it. D- does that make sense? <laughs> it's a slightly switch in the way to look, look at it. Yes, yes, absolutely. Um, it goes back to how so many deal in the world of metaphysics where it's about uh, when they say, well, put it out there and it will happen or put it out there and it will come. Um, it's, I-, I believe that the way you've articulated a tracking is really very wonderful about becoming that, immersing yourself uh, and being still <laughs> and allowing that energetic value to go out into <laughs> the universe and see what comes back. Usually it's pretty very, very clear if we are clear. And I do believe also if the intent is clear. <laughs> You see, a lot of people, it's like, yes, exactly. I want to win the lottery. Well, I've kept putting it out there, but well, why? <laughs> and what are you going to do with all that? <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. And I think, I think that the lottery example is, is you know, so it, it's sort of one of those ultimate expressions of what I'm talking about. And, and it's funny because even though I'm understanding how this tracking works, I'm not sure that I even am ready to apply it to something like that. But I know it works with things that are of a, of a, of a human interpersonal, uh, animal interpersonal nature. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so there, and, and perhaps my, my, not, not my disbelief, but my being not too sure about whether I could actually do that is only that my mind still doesn't know that it can. <laughs> <laughs> Your mind is going, whoa! <laughs> ah, that mind. We have to have a little conversation with that mind, huh? <laughs> Yeah, so, so, so you know, one example, to, one way to, to look at this and to look at it very in a very whole way, and I've really been practicing this in more so than I usually do. Even is that 
that um, let's say we have a, a child and the, and the child is, is acting out and the child is unhappy. And you see, you see a, a, sort of a dynamic range of expression coming from a child. And you're not really sure why. You're not really sure what's going on inside their heads or inside their hearts because they can't explain it to you the way, the way you, know, you might hear it and receive it clearly. And so if you, if you allow yourself to to become still, become soft, and become calm, and open to, to being in that tracking, that tracking mode, that quiet, still reception mode, you're going to find that whatever it is that that child wants to tell you is available. Mm. And you may not hear it in words, but you will hear it in essence. And because of that essence, you then become changed. Mm-hmm. You then be, come into a place where you have attracted the information that you wanted and you can use it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I do believe that there is also, uh, it's uh, significant with animals too. Mm-hmm. Very. You, yeah. you, you know, your, what your explanation about the loon and wanting to see the loon and becoming that. And um, it's uh, a lot of the pet psychics actually connect <laughs> with such (laughs) which i have also done (laughs) yes (laughs) well thank you so much anatara this is a uh definitely a wonderful tidbit for all of us to practice right along with you we should check in with you at the beginning of next year and see how you've done (laughs) (laughs) it's changing every day (laughs) Uh, yes i'm sure Thank you so much, Anatara, and uh, for your wonderful wisdom that you've shared with us today. And I would like to thank each and every one of you for joining us in this new platform of education and information. We're always grateful for your continuous support, and we look forward to hearing your feedback on how we can serve you better. We invite you to join us live on Tuesdays for Magical Medical Tour at 10.30 a.m. Pacific, 1.30 p.m. Eastern, Wednesdays for Trinity of Life at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, followed every other week with Flowing into Awareness with Anatara. You can also connect with Anatara by following her on Twitter, at Anatara, and of course, her own website, anatara.ca, anatara.ca. We look forward to your comments and suggestions. Please give us a call at 818-LET'S-TALK. 818-LET'S-TALK. Until next time, namaste. YHTV's Magical Medical Tour. Come join Dr. Glenn Woolman and Christina Suzuma as they journey through the healthcare galaxy interviewing doctors, healthcare practitioners in the attempt to share ways to achieve optimal health. Join us on yogahub.tv every Tuesday at 10.30 a.m. Pacific, 1.30 p.m. Eastern. That it's your your family and your doctors and your caretakers and uh, friends and the people around you that um, that see the positive uh, happening and are there to nurture that. Um, it's not, if you have to go it alone, it's going to take you out. We just don't have the individual strength, I don't believe, to handle some of the, the dark side. Um, you need a you need the whole group to go to the dark side with you and help you uh, come back.